Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get to heapsnormal.com. It's New Year, New You. Some of you might be trying to have a year off. Couldn't recommend it highly enough to get on heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Yes. New Year, New Me. Exactamont. I, uh, <laughs> I I waited till Monday to start my New Year's resolutions, obviously, because New Year fell on a Friday, I believe, maybe a Saturday. Yeah, so, yeah, I've got an extra day. So, whatever. <laughs> you, you started New Year's Day observed. In brackets, in the calendar. Yeah. Chinese New Year, New Me. <laughs> still holidays, man. Grow up. Yeah, People have January off the piss They're in cold parts of the world. Don't be fucking dumb. Yeah. Stick to the whiskies <laughs> and chuck a heaps normal in between. That's what I do. That's my can't pick a side combo. It's a boiler maker, yeah. but a whiskey and a heaps normal. You're fucking fine. Yeah, control it. Good on you, mate. Heapsnormal.com, duty free for free shipping. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the Out this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate, good. Fucking fantastic now. I slept in the same bed as my wife for the first time in about fucking five months. Why? In the doghouse. I was uh, getting my three-year-old used to sleeping in a, in a big bed, in a single bed, mm. and I was, in a, I was in that bed in his room when he was in a cot, and he's out of a cot, and now he's in that bed. But we were, for a while there, we were, he was going into bed in that little bed, yeah. and then I was getting in there with him later. And it's this rickety old fucking single bed. You've seen it at my joint before. I've not only seen it, I think I've slept in it. Fuck yeah. Mm. Well, we've all been in there. And uh, <laughs> I found out a grim bit of history about this single bed. I said, fuck, it's uncomfortable. Ah. And uh, my mother-in-law said, yeah, of course it is. That was Lucia's bed when she was your son's age. So oh. my wife. She looked at the use-by date. On the childhood board. bed. That's a dead set 35-year-old fucking single bed. Oh, yeah. They go off. Man, I finally ordered one. Was it new when she got it or was it a street one? I'd fuck it up. It's a pickup <laughs> mattress, you know, you see them. You reckon there's a good Always chance been a stretch a, for me. it's a 50-year-old bed. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm one for picking up furniture off the street, no problem, but I, even I draw the line at mattresses. It's like it's like Vinnie's undies. Yeah, no, nah, man. Most of the stuff I'm happy to recycle, not that. It's good that there's a line yeah. for you. <laughs> 
Man, you should have seen there was a there was a news story the other week that um, there's a a brothel in Melbourne called it's like Gotham City or something, and of course it is. They put out all the old mattresses. <laughs> oh Christ! What for? A- <laughs> Up against the wall outside the joint, <laughs> just in case someone wanted one of those. Oh, not to just sun them. <laughs> Get rid of the bed bugs, put them back in there. It was actually to get rid of them, was it? Man, I don't reckon vitamin D could kill what's on that. Ugh. <laughs> Gracious. Um, Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> how was uh, how was your New Year's on the uh, on the Golden Coast? Yeah, it was all right. Went up to Brisbane. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's good. Sat on a balcony and um, looked at the city, saw the fireworks, didn't see any new ones. That. Um I had to walk down the street. Actually, there's a tree that's grown up a bit too tall. I didn't have a chainsaw. That'd be a good one. Like a New Year's Eve, just chainsaw a tree down. Big one. But yeah, it's grown too tall. Um, but yeah, it's fine. I'm a nine minute fucking train ride from the middle of Melbourne and uh, still mm. neighbors in the park near my joint just letting off their own fireworks. Yeah, fuck, you could just walk out yeah. onto the main street. Well, and it's see. nothing quite like your own. Like setting off, you know, making them, setting them off. It's like organic fruit. Making them. Fucking hell, man. What? Where do they get them? That's worse than Vinny's undies, making them. <laughs> Surely you buy them. You're not just getting all the parts separately to save a couple of bucks. I know you're a fan of cooking your own chook, even though they're six bucks at Woolies, but yeah, Jesus, making your own fireworks. I can at Bunnings. If, you, if you're working there on New Year's Eve, you'd see a fair bit of bag of fertiliser, a few pipes, <laughs> that sort of shit, getting through the <laughs> checkouts that day. <laughs> Man, I remember closest thing to explosives um, that I ever saw mate, was one of those potato guns. Mm. Not a little spud gun, one of those with a big PVC pipe. A whole potato. Sprayed yeah. WD-40 in it and the tunk. I don't know if I've spoken about it before. but An adult potato gun. Yeah. My mate almost took my head off with one. He pointed at me and clicked it and I ducked Jesus. down and said, you fucking idiot. And he said, no, it's all right, man, it's broken. And then pointed it up in the air, clicked it one more time and the potato shot out. Oof. Yeah. I would have been gone. What sort of potato though? That'd be that'd be the clincher, mate. Well, whatever Hoppers Crossing fucking Safeway was selling at the time, that's the type of potato oh, it was. Those individually wrapped green <laughs> ones. People never seen a whole potato out there, have they? That's the, the tr- chip format. As an as someone with Irish heritage, I will be killed by potatoes at some point. Yeah, but I think it's more of a just poor meal choices over the course of a few decades. Your mates got killed by sort of lack thereof <laughs> rather than the actual potatoes. Funny that now they winched about not having any all those years ago. Now they're gone and they're killing themselves with them. Can't help some people, can you? Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> Mate, my new year, unfortunately, as I said, three-year-old and a five-month-old, um, just stayed home, wanted to have a few drinks, go to bed early. Wife insisted on staying up for a reason still unknown to me. Yeah, it's a good one. I don't I don't get it. Just get the next year off to a start where you're fucking tired and never catch up, just so you know where you stand. I'll tell you what, we we um we get a lot of messages on the Insta at midflight brawl. A lot of people tagging us the last few days, Heggy, and uh Yeah, me too. One uh, I don't know if you've seen the more chilly uh calf tat. No. I don't know if you got sent that a few times. There's a a bloke with a whole leg sleeve and he's got the more chilly bloke down the bottom there. Um for those of you that don't know what we're talking about. But this this isn't as a result of you playing that. This is just a pokey fan. Yeah. No, it's just some random bloke and people oh, thought, good. hey, Cody, even though you're a clean skin, 
Yeah. If you wanted to get a tat, you can get it. This is this bloke's done it. <laughs> they are available. Yeah. We um <sighs> we we got we got tagged in a few Batuta Advocate articles here. Oh yeah. Yeah, this uh, happens with some regularity for me. It's almost <laughs> as if the uh, people writing for them go to stand-up comedy gigs all over Sydney and sideswipe shit and just go back and knock it up into a sub-headline format and whack it out there. There you Woo! go. <laughs> if I didn't know better, I'd say that's exactly what's happening, but there's no way they would. No, definitely um, not. Every couple of months I'll get that. I'll get tagged and go, hey, you writing for these guys? No, not intentionally, but who knows? <laughs> But the best uh, uh get a bunch of messages on the uh on the Instagram uh, in the DMs there and a bloke Pat sent us one saying uh one of my mates was having a bit of trouble with the old grog um as can tend to happen obviously get on heaps normally if that's an issue for you but uh here he is he he had a self enforced always be closing <laughs> always be closing um he had a he had a month off he had a month off the grog always be closing and uh, <laughs> should be doing the job. Month, job done. Get back on. Had a month off. It was his missus who made him do it. He pulled a Cody and showed her his inner strength and did a day extra because obviously he doesn't have a problem. Yeah. First night back on it after a month <laughs> and a day, and he got so maggot, passed out next to his house in a pool of his own vomit, and there was a dead mouse in his spew. Still not unsure if he ate the mouse first, then spewed it. Or a mouse ate some of his highly toxic gut stew. Oh my but either goodness. way, it's fucking cack. And then he's ended with... Makes you think, doesn't it? Sure does, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think someone's come along and just put the mouse in there next to him just to make him think the next morning. Bad practical joke. It's a, it is a new year, but it is the same news, Heggy. The same news headlines. I saw a stolen Holden got crashed in Melbourne yeah. and there's a rugby league player trying to join Union in Japan, busted doing rack. So Yeah, of course. You know. Actually, just uh, an hour ago, I narrowly missed being in a car accident. We're, oh, what? Um, traffic stopped reasonably suddenly. You stole a Holden? No. Oh, yeah. Traffic stopped reasonably suddenly. Thank goodness there was a massive ute right behind us. It took took the hit from a Mercedes behind it and it didn't – it held its ground, didn't smash into me. Thank fuck because I've had that happen before. Yeah. It's at the front of a pile-up. Oh. Couldn't be more blameless and yet there you are with a <laughs> fucked car. Might as well be your fault. But, uh, yeah, the, oh, a couple of inches away but, yeah, smash this Merc. Yeah. Spectacular. I drove off obviously but uh, not before <laughs> having a look in the rearview mirror and commenting. <laughs> Phew. Could have been me. <laughs> Hey, fuck, it wasn't. Yeah. And it is the Gold Coast, so I know that that Mercedes is white. Yeah. <laughs> as white as the driver's trousers. <laughs> and the seats and his shirt and his watch. You could- <laughs> shoes. Yeah, everything. If it wasn't for the Hair. lenses in his white sunnies. <laughs> you wouldn't know he's there. If he's still on a, on a cloudy day, he'd just disappear. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. Um, Should we, uh, we'll, we get, we'll get to, stuck oh, in. Well, hold on. First of all, I, I have to ask once again um, you're in front of a house. This is definitely a house in Australia, this set of oh, yeah. uh, brick flats. A, this is a very oh. 60s or 70s mm. um, beige brick flats, little white balcony there, a couple of arches. 
Yeah, a couple of arches. Brick arches. I, I was going to say Queensland, but the trees don't look. Yeah. Oh, it is Queensland. Fucking there was. Sorry, of course, white balcony. Yeah. Um, who? <laughs> Should I tell you the suburbs if you go? Yeah. It's it's beautiful green slopes. Oh, in Brisbane, the green slopes. The poo yeah. jogger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are funner crimes for your Zoom backgrounds now. Oh, yeah. Oh, way more fun. Yeah, yeah that's... 30 poos. <laughs> yeah, what did he um, do, the poo jogger? 30 poos. 30, was it? Yeah. Best part was saying hello when he got done. Any <laughs> overseas patrons, just any overseas listeners, sorry, just look up poo jogger Australia and you'll see the full story. Pretty good. I've got a sticker of the poo jogger um, on, oh, my, seen it. on my laptop. Welcome to Brisbane. Um, yes. With the with the poo jogger on there, who's the bloke that? Who's the illustrator? Fosdyke. Fosdyke. James Fosdyke, um, ripper artist. But yeah, I've got the sticker on there with a bunch of other stickers uh, on my laptop. And uh, my wife says that uh, my laptop looks like a fucking year eight's record book. Yeah, pencil case. <laughs> or one of those one of those canvas bags. You know the yellow sort of bags that the the kid who. Used to have a fucking butterfly knife at school. Used to bring in with the straps. You get an army, army surplus stores. Those yellowy ones. You were the kid that brought the butterfly knife. You had the Stanley knife. Yeah, I had a Stanley. I see. Yeah. I see your little knife. I raise you one that does something good. <laughs> hey, speaking of patrons, yeah. Um, thanks everyone who's signed up recently, showing us that bullying works, and um, jumped on board, and it's been it's been good. Seen a bit of a bump in patrons, which means we can. Uh, continue to make the content. Thanks very much. They're keeping this thing going and it's much appreciated. Yeah, we've hit bloody 450 patrons. It's great. Thank you for everyone that's joined. I want to put this out there, Heggy. Um, if we get to a 1,000, can I take you to Bali? No. Like <laughs> I'd love for, you to, love for us to get to a 1,000, but no. I'd rather just remain <laughs> poor forever. It's okay. What would it take to get you to Bali? Nothing. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to Bali. I don't Why? need to. Thailand. Well, I've got, I've got a limited amount of time in my life and Bali's not one of the things I'm going to do with it. <laughs> it's not happening. Um, the, uh, this episode too, we should say it's pre-recorded before Chrissy break. So you may hear some references to Chrissy yeah. or 2021 or something. Probably grow up if you want to yeah. send us a message to complain about that. The intro's fresh. The intro's fresh. Fucking oh, fresh as as a daisy. The first week of Jan here, baby. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the episode we did record before the Chrissy break, and I do want to say thanks to all of the people that have joined our Patreon, because what you have done is allowed for us uh, to boost up the pay of our audio superstar, Conrad. And the best thing about this is Conrad is just hearing about it. This is how Conrad's hearing about his pay rise. Yeah, good on you, Rad. You're welcome. Put in whatever sound effect uh, you'd like to. You've got a pay rise, mate. Fucking get after it. You've heard him whistle the rock classics. Now, for your listening pleasure, Luke Heggie presents Classical Farting. Here's the William Tell Overture. And who could forget everybody's dinner table favourite, the Radetzky Waltz. And of course, yes, he can, can. 
classical farting. Out now. Um, by the way, Melbourne, we've got four tickets left for the live show, Jan 22nd. Brisbane, the 29th, is sold out. We're lining up Adelaide, Perth, Canberra, Newcastle and Tassie as we speak. Um, but, yes, thank you to everyone that's bought tickets for those. Should we fucking Beauty. rip into this app? Let's go, mate. Let's do it. Right, eh? If you can cast your mind back, mate, this week to December 28, 2000. Ooh. American Airlines, Toronto to Dallas. Y2K bug got it? Yeah, oh, you'd think so. No, it was sort of... The remnants of, out, just floating around? We're out of the woods by then. Was there a variant? I can't later. remember. Was there the Omicron there's of the... A, there's been a lot of variants <laughs> since. It's been a fucking mad time since then. Um, 53-year-olds, uh, Donald McQuarrie. Oh. He had been working as a drama professor at Ryerson University. <laughs> Man! Ryerson. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder how much I have to hear that. Every I, time you walk in, you think of that. By the by, the way, I I love each week. You'll say, "Hey, let's have a look at this story." I'll have a look, and then you go. By the way, here's some audio grabs I will need, and you find some fucking weird shit. Yeah. Oh, I've watched some fucking weird shit here. Like this is so, a lot of it doesn't make a cut. Just spent all day looking at shit. Um, but Donald had been at Ryerson, mm. Bing, uh, since the like late nineteen seventies. Also, drama professor. Drama professor. That's great. Ah, is that? A- yeah, it's brilliant. Almost shouldn't be allowed to call yourself professor. That's, that's, a, that's an oxymoron. Yeah, <laughs> a degree in butchery. Um, He's, yeah, that's like, you know, are there any doctors on this plane? Yeah, yeah. I'm a doctor in economics. Well, yeah. it's not the issue up front. <laughs> um, Fuck, the dollar's falling. Help. Oh, yeah, Christ. It's, it's, yeah, they do hand out doc, doctorates quite uh, liberally. I nearly became one, but anyway, whatever. That's how close. That's how easy it that, is. <laughs> like candy. I could have been doc, could have demanded that you call me doctor. <laughs> Um, I reckon you'll go finish it off. How far off were you? Oh, I didn't. I didn't start the doctorate, so oh. probably five years. Oh. So no, it's not yeah. happening. I know you're full of spite, but yeah. not that much. No, not. You really. don't have five years worth of full time study in you. What you can do <laughs> is just get an honorary doctorate. Oh you yeah. Seen those fucking? You, you man, can be far off that. Man, Some, I can't be far off. A few more years you, of Brecky Radio, I will be a doctor. I yeah. think. Right after you get your knighthood. <laughs> Rock and roll. Sir Dr. Nicholas Jeffrey yeah. with a J. Cody <laughs> opening a fucking new Wendy's. Oh, man. This um, <laughs> this Donald, um, he also dabbled in bit part acting, which I assume was his passion when he became a fucking drama teacher. Man, uh, I'd think for a, a, a professor, a, mm. you know, a drama professor, yeah. you'd want a little bit more behind you than some bit part acting. I don't know, man. You see, te- you don't see... Like best-selling authors telling you how to write a best-selling book, do they? Yeah. Like it's some shit one. Yeah. And it like does com- somehow extend to comedy. Oh, <laughs> just- most certainly does. If any of you listening are thinking, hold on, I want to give comedy a go. What the oh. fuck? There's a course. Yeah. Don't. No. Don't need yeah. it. Don't want it. Look who's running it. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he starred in Goosebumps, which is a Canadian fuck series. Yeah. That ran forever. Goosebumps. Evidently. Well, so you're too old. Goosebumps was the big sort of horror 
youth book series. Oh, okay. When I was a kid. Oh, you I read seen every, him. I read every Goosebumps. No, but I never watched the show. Okay. The show's not as good as the books. That's when I was a little bit more snobbish. Yeah, never is, mate. Imagine like your, te- your professor or your teacher just turning up in a TV show, though. Like you give them the same. This happened to me. Yeah. I had a teacher, year nine, worst possible time, bunch of little pricks turned up in this show. Perfect match. Yeah, man. With the great do 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 yeah. afterwards. Did you were you too young for that? Did I you was. see? All oh, right. You're too old for goosebumps, Greg I'm too Evans. young for perfect match. Ah, so but this show still works. It's yeah. incredible, isn't it? <laughs> Man, it was such a oh, it was such a great show. But this dude, so perfect man show. Was it a bit uh like man oh man? I don't know. It's a dating show. Yeah, like one bloke. Did you three ever women see man behind o- a wall or the other way around? Yeah. Ah, all right, okay. I have seen a, a variation of that show. Mm. They ask you questions and then yeah, 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 depending who you match with behind the yeah. yeah. No, was man oh man was just those fucking shredded bikes around a pool and a chicky go around and push them in. It's like yeah. the wet bachelor. What? And they'd do a flip or something? Or if they I don't I don't remember. It was just one of those. I'll push shows. him in going, I yeah. don't I don't want you. Yeah, don't want you. Yeah. You're yeah. in the pool. Um but again, one of those shows that I haven't seen since I was maybe six or seven. So that's what I remember. And I don't want to watch it again because it'll ruin it. Like Milo and I. Oh, was that brilliant? It was brilliant the first time. Don't want to ruin it. No, it's one of those things. I'll just spot a lot of holes in it. <laughs> well, I think you know. It's at a time, it sounds like it was at a time where women should really think about the way they treat men. It sounds like a cow auction to me. Which muscle man will I take home? Not you. Splash. Demoralizing. Uh, they've had it too good for too long. Um, now this one, this bloke, he was a, apparently a few teachers were having some beers one night, and they all said, "Let's like an ad came on for it, saying if you want to be on it, do it." And they all right. filled out the form, sent it off he, to fucking he's the only one nest. In, he's the only one who sent it in. Oh. Oh, sucked in. I've got a feeling it might have been filmed in Queensland. I don't see them forking out for travel yeah, in 1987 true. or 8. Yeah. For a- and Queensland had heaps of shows then. As I learned, yeah, when yeah. we did that Brizzy live show last year or at the start of this year and we played all those ads at the start, mm. there were a lot of Channel 7. I think yeah. there must have been a big Channel 7, Channel 9 it was like setup the, up there. It was like the Canada where it's just cheaper, cheaper talent, goosebumps. cheaper everything. Australian goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> The shock of the redback spiders. Oh man, this guy cops so much shit. Like mm. it was, it was the rest of the year was a write off. Yeah, I was probably fairly early in the year, maybe <laughs> a February or March or something. He's the only one who put the thing, and the other teachers just went, "Nah, I didn't send it in." He sent his in, went on it. Oh, disaster. Yeah. Although he was, he was the guy who got to pick out of the three girls, so he won. Yeah. I can't lose. And yeah, went on a weekend away or something. Great. Terrible idea. Where were they going, Morton? I don't know. Probably. probably. <laughs> Tangaluma Resort, <laughs> maybe Brecky Creek Hotel <laughs> near the airport. Cheeky morning steak. Oh god! Before yeah. you, fucking it's probably cat. it's probably a mystery flight. Might just get a, yeah. the cheapest mystery flight and go to Cloncurry or something for the yeah. weekend. That's um, yeah, that's where mystery flights have gone is because flying so cheap now. Yeah. You go, why would I have a mystery for thirty five dollars? Or I could just pick where I want to go for well, two. You want to live in the now. Look after the M and the E and live in the now. Just oh, you know, There's not much adventure anymore. By the way, we never brought that up the other week after we made fun of McConaughey. Yeah. The week later on Fox FM, the last, in the last shows of the year, yeah. got to speak oh, you to spoke Matthew McConaughey. With him. Well, interviewed him, yeah, but there was a thing, there was a rule where 
He was on there promoting some fucking kids movie. Right, of Sing 2 or something. Mm. And uh, Bono's in it as well, your favourite. Brilliant. And uh, they, you had to watch the movie to interview him. McConaughey's Rule. I assume so. Someone help him up onto a chair so he could speak straight into the mic. <laughs> so I didn't get to what chat. I didn't get to chat to him. I stepped out. What did you just? It was only a five-minute interview anyway, and all I wanted to say. What did he test you? No, I, th- well, I think there was like a, you've got to sign off. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, and mainly it's because I haven't seen Sing One. What, what would have been your first question, um, mate? As much as I love your movies and TV shows, I must say your social media has got me. Just sometimes walking around, just checking in with the M and the E. Yeah, great. How are you going on there? I if, like <laughs> How if you, you find an Insta. <laughs> yeah, if you knew the rules the night before, you should have watched the film. <laughs> Sign the NDA. Go in with that. <laughs> Get out, little fella. One yeah. question, just one question only. You know what? I didn't know. I reckon there will be a sing three. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they've got to two, they're off. <sighs> There's a good chance you'll be on Brecky Radio by the time Sing. <laughs> oh, next year, and I'll have to watch six hours of Sing. <laughs> So I can interview this guy. Brilliant. <laughs> um, anyway, Don Macquarie. Yep. His, uh, his wife, Melanie Morse Macquarie, born in 1945 in London, UK. At the time, uh, her birth was on the news for clocking in as one of the largest babies ever, 11 pounds. Big one. Fuck yeah. She was at Ryerson Is University. Is that what they used to also. do post-weather? Like there was no jet skiing dogs or whatever, just fat babies. Yeah, pretty much. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easily quantifiable. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was at Ryerson also, but she managed to act a little more than Don. So just quickly, do you think it's the same? You think the same reporter mm. is reporting earlier in the news broadcast about something grim at the hospital? Yeah. And then Let's go, well, we're here. have to go, hold on, cut. You oh, ready? Oh, fuck yeah. We've yeah. got a fat baby. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Smiles. You know, you got just go for, in the show. Oh, you've got a camera crew for two hours. You're filling it up. <laughs> <laughs> you get a massacre and on the end of the same tape it's just a fat baby <laughs> sick um yeah besides being a fat baby she was she was uh she was an actress and quite a bit more successful actor, actor big, pref- yeah please do they it's 2021 so actresses out i think it's just all actors now fuck all right all right um <laughs> melanie was an actor a female one and um she's also the child and sister and or something of actors. So she's oh. a woman, but she was a sister. Can you say sister yeah. of actors? Yeah. All right. Um, she appeared in- I don't know the rules, man. I'm just well, telling you what i Well, you fucking seem to. You seem yeah. to be telling me the rules. Sorry, man. I'm bringing um, all my Melbourne into this. Yeah. Rubbing off. <laughs> We're not currently there. Um, she appeared in a movie called Murder by Phone with uh, Richard Chamberlain in 1982 and uh, her biggest one, Prom Night with Jamie Lee Curtis in 1980. Someone has come to the prom alone. Until no one can help. Prom night. If you're not back by midnight, you won't be coming home. Oh, great. If you're not back by midnight, you're not coming home. Yeah, man. Classic. I love a very disco start. Yeah. Grim finish. Oh, it's an appalling horror film. Oh, just sent, oh yeah, but centered around the best night of a teenager's life—the prom. Chicks just getting axed to death in the corridors of their very own school. I reckon horror films, successful horror films, they've got the same rate as just 
Aussie basketball players. Oh yeah, you know Roll what I mean, the like dice. the ones that make it big for sure, and well known. Oh, yeah. for every scream, there's three hundred <laughs> fucking prom nights, more. And yeah, don't worry about sing. There'll be, a, I guarantee, a prom night nine. Yeah, oh, fucking prom night goes to Manhattan. <laughs> Remember Jason? Jason in space. I think Jason went to space. Is Jason the, the Argonauts? Jason? No, no, no. Um, Friday the thirteenth. Jason oh, Voorhees. No so it's like, like Friday the thirteenth, part one, part two, part yeah. three, and then they started. There was a Jason in Manhattan, but it was shot in Vancouver or something. I thought his name cheaper. was Freddy. No, that's Freddy Krueger. That's Freddy Krueger. That's Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Christ. All right. Never um, seen Friday the 13th. But then Jason went to space, I think. Is it Jason went to space? Jason goes to hell. How did he get to like space? He's Ernest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something such and such went to space is going to be the name of your fourth children's book. Um. <laughs> Anyway, then after after this dalliance in the movies, um, Melanie has also started teaching at Ryerson along with husband Don. And uh, I've had a little perv at Ryerson's notable alumni. Um, and I found Canadian Nick Cody. Oh, fuck. Uh, is this what this clip is? Yeah, Ralph, th- Ralph Bermingui. All right. So I pulled the audio. I saw the clip. It's a very... Uh... It is more visual, this clip. Maybe we'll chuck it up on the socials. It's a, tonight show, a Canadian Tonight Show yeah. host. But you didn't tell me why. Well, You just I, said, get this. I, I thought I, this might have been the guy. Fucking get it out of the bio before you turn it on. <laughs> Ralph is a television and radio personality. Tick. Double ding. A writer, an ordained spiritual director, <laughs> and a strategic advisor in political, environmental, and academic realms. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Tick, 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 boom. Makes you think, doesn't it? What a combo. Future you. He's fucking busy. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Man, the clip's pretty good. Oh, the man in the middle of the mayhem. Oh. Now, you're just hearing the house band play here. He's running around. Naturally. <laughs> if you took his name out of this. Thank you, thank you very much. You've. If you took the name out, you wouldn't be able to guess. It all sounds the same at the start. Oh, they're all the tonight same. Tonight shows. Yeah. Still yeah. now. Yeah. It's like fucking fireworks. Same thing. <laughs> last 50 years. No one cares. Same fucking house band. Bit of brass. Give them a job. Bald house band leader every time. Got to be bald. Yeah. Same shit. Standard filler. Uh, nothingness. Just sort of pat it out as <laughs> long as you can because there's not that much content. In Variety Tonight Show, hosted by Future You. Um, I think I've missed it. They're too late. They're all gone. Oh man, no, nah, there might be time again. It's it's 
it is, just you say, it's just a fucking jogging out on the floor in front of some desperate loser live audience members pretending to conduct the house band. Yeah. That's, you know how they do that on the way past? Fucking noise, in it? Fills a hole. Then then that show goes on, right? To, out I, here to promote Sing 12. Give yeah. it up for Matthew McConaughey. Oh, fuck, man. I, I sort of watched some of it. I can't wait till I do host one so I can say he's an upcomer on the Sydney comedy scene. <laughs> Upcoming 20, 2034. Veteran. Yeah. <laughs> it's just um, I watch some and the show goes on to just get audience members to do impressions among oh. various other smoke and mirrors to fill out an hour-long local content <laughs> slot. Those, those guys, your Ralphs, they cling onto those jobs for decades until the network cancer show, not because oh. your sidekick puppet has assaulted one too many guests in the green room, no. <laughs> Rating step because your audience all died of natural causes. <laughs> Gold Lager recipient Nicholas J. Cody. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, not Don, but at Ryerson nonetheless, much the same time. Might be a Don graduate. Might have, uh, oh, no, he's too, it'd be, maybe, maybe Don taught him in the early years. This got so far away from an actual airplane incident. I forgot what the pod was about. No, we're just making fun of tonight's show. (laughs) Don's going to come back. Don't worry, Don. (laughs) We'll get to it now. Old um, Donald, he's retired in December two thousand. Not a bad effort to retire at fifty three. Not a not a lot of us get that opportunity. But then, yeah, I mean, do you want it? You want to retire at fifty three? I I know. I don't know if I've ever told this story. My dad tried to retire early, mm. and um, he joined like a cinema club. Yeah, at the Sun Theatre in Yarraville in Melbourne to just go and watch movies. And then a couple of weeks in, mum called me upset and said, your dad's fucked on the couch. He was. <laughs> he then he moved his attention, got bored with the flicks. He just tried to drink a whole slab in a day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was next, wasn't it? <laughs> Take tick, tick that off. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cody's have to work to the grave. Yeah. We're not meant to have free time. I think, I think everyone should. Well, it's, it's a mistake. No, I but mean, I think some people use free time. Better. Mm. And by that I mean my wife's family. They pick up hobbies and stuff. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Keep busy, but you know, I'm, I'm just, that's my retirement plan. It's just work till I'm dead. Um, same as my superannuation. <laughs> that's what I write now. What superannuation fund are you with? The work till I'm dead one. Yeah, nothing worse than seeing those articles. How, what what amount of super you should have at your age? And I'm like, come oh, on, even nine it. grand because yeah. that's what I. Oh, no, you meant to have that at 16. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to have to put it in the more chili. Hope oh, for the best. God. The I spicy mean, super. Well, why not? I get one shot. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Um, we've, I mean, we've had professor, professors on this show before. I think they're proof positive that anyone can lose their mind. Yeah. I mean, just, just because the paradigm is that high-vis types can swing punches better doesn't mean they're the only perpetrators. No, that's what you've really got to keep your head on a swivel on a plane. Because it used to be tough guys was just a fucking big unit with tattoos. But now because of MMA, oh. there can be a guy with lifts in his shoes. You go, yeah. fuck, he's got a chunky ear. Yeah. And then you're asleep. <laughs> you know, you don't know. Could be anyone on a plane. Oh, Someone with a cravat. Well, I reckon, in fact, kick off. your high-vis types probably on the whole restrain themselves better than most. Well, better drinkers. Yeah. I mean, if the working classes bash people as much as we all think they do, the world would be far more violent than it already is. <laughs> Point is, regardless of your background, dream big and you two can have a fight in public. Yeah. Perhaps also, end up on here. Also, all these greenies talking about, oh, fucking the footprint, your carbon footprint, here, here they are, just some working class people just trying to coward punch mm. some people off the planet. 
You know, oh, yeah. trying to lessen the numbers. Yeah. But the green they want a lower footprint, lower carbon footprint, <laughs> and hate violence. Yeah. Well, how are we getting rid of them? I mean, the amount of coal you could dig out of the ground as one man in your lifetime, <laughs> if you killed two or three people, surely that'd fucking be neutral. <laughs> Get them early enough so they haven't polluted too long. That's a hundred years of of carbon they're not using. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, I've Don, though not only a professor but also also a thespian. Um. He's he's living large, right, by going to Hawaii with his wife Melanie to celebrate his recent retirement. Why Sick. not? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon that's Big one of those trip. trips. Yeah, it's um, that'd be overrated. Off. Oh, I think yeah. you've done your just saying that you ten think, hour oh, flight God. or whatever. Yeah. Just have a mai tai by a pool. Yeah, could have done this closer to home. Oh well, they did. They've they've headed in early to Toronto Pearson Airport. Y Y Z for some reason, a bit like the zippers on some of my clothing, <laughs> and uh, had three beers. <laughs> oh, so don't tell me, not three. <laughs> Magic number, yeah it is. It's the magic number somewhere in that ancient mystic trinity. You get three. It's the magic number. <laughs> I'd a, I'd a squeeze at the food and drink options at Pearson's big yeah. big airport, like a lot of similar joints where you can get a fluorescently backlit burger combo <laughs> or a few triangles of fish. Also. Eight Starbucks. Oh, Not only eight Starbucks, yeah. seven Tim Hortons and four Subways. A that Subway? Is, that's Don't a, pretend. Oh. The airport's one place where you can just fucking leave your health at the door. Mm. Um, that's the sort of footprint we're looking at here, though. That's a big joint. That's massive. I reckon they've knocked off, knocked off a couple of grossly overrated Canadian lager beers at Beer Hive, oh. these two. Canadian beer. I've had a few of them. No good. What is it? Molston? Molston? Uh, Molson, Molson. Molson Canadian. Yeah. And uh, maybe a Moosehead bog yeah. standard beer for professor types. Don't know. Don't know what they've had. How would I? Um, then they've probably, then they have actually headed over to Duffery duty free. While we're here, I've, I've never seen a fucking duty free store and thought, oh, this one's a bit different. You know, Toberone, <laughs> one litre spirits and watches. That's what you're getting. <laughs> Perfume, if you if you're that way inclined. You you ever buy anything at duty free? Uh, only booze. Yeah, like not even that much of that. Yeah, I'll walk past it most of the time. But yeah, I'll buy if I have been overseas for a long time. Come back to Sydney, buy a litre of booze. There you go, kids. While it's I'm waiting for the Papa's home. Yeah, <laughs> do this tanker. <laughs> yeah, all the bottles in my place. We don't really drink most. They've all got that netting still around them. <laughs> The sort of Chinese noodle netting, you know, the stuff yeah. you get under the prawn cracker in net format around all my booze. Um, styrofoam, the little. Yeah, that's that's a pout, net pouch. Um, the Macquarie's bought two bottles of duty free vodka and uh, had two drinks out of that. There? Yeah. Wow. Right there and then. And then they boarded the plane. So, and, all right. Uh, now they're up to five. Five, you know, what they yeah. say is five. So, ten. Yeah. Um, but still. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck. I mean, that, three beers and two slugs of vodka before boarding, that's his calculation. So in the real world, that's five or six beers and four double vodkas minimum. Well, I was about to say, you know, he's a professor. He would know numbers, but then I remembered it is drama. Drama, so, professor. Yeah. yeah. He's never touched a calculator in his fucking life. Um, <laughs> Don later said he didn't want to get on the plane, but, you know. Why would you? I don't know. Everything there at Toronto Airport. Yeah. Why are we even going to Hawaii? Well, 
It's fucking seven Tim Hortons. There's 15 coffee shops at this joint. Oh, yeah. Tim Hortons is coffee, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Christ. That's a, it's pretty much Canadian Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. And yet Starbucks are still trying to kill them off. Um, fairly soon after leveling out. And they do donuts, I think. Okay. Tim Hortons, yeah. Um, like they've just fucking turned off the seatbelts and Don has lost his fucking mind. Yeah. He's gone into the bogs. Oh, I just realised. That's a Krispy Kreme, I reckon. Tim Hortons. That's Canadian it's a Krispy combo, Kreme. Yeah, it's a combo like coffee and like Dunkin' Donuts. Like in America, there's ads. Yeah. America runs on Dunkin's, like yeah. on their coffee. Oh, right. You go, no wonder it's gone to the shit. Yeah. <laughs> if your whole country... There's 350 million of you running on fucking Dunkin' Donuts coffee. That one, like out of the glass jar. <laughs> yeah. Big, you need a big one. They're having a litre each. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's gone into the toilet, shut the door. He still had enough of a command of his senses that he remembered to take the bottle of vodka into the toilet with him so he hasn't lost his <laughs> mind totally and have a bloody big couple of swigs in there, calm the nerves. Then he, uh, while he's in there, he saw a flash of light and that's when the rest of it happened. Um He's feeling disoriented, so an FA helped him back to his seat and he said he felt like he was about to explode. So, As in explode rage or just shit? Well, this just is his version. Starbucks so, to Tim Horton yeah. to, to vodka. He's, um, this is what he said, like trying to make it sound all cool and everything. So he did pretty much, like figuratively, he did explode. He jumped up and started screaming that they're all going to die. Fuck. The plane was going to crash. He was going to have to sort it out. Who's actually shouting the words, we are all going to die? A little bit dramatic. <laughs> if this, man, if Sorry, this... Heggy doesn't have headphones and I played sad trombone followed by applause. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 no deal. Um, man, if this were a year later, he yeah. would have been fucking shot by an air marshal in, oh. the, in the face probably at point blank range. And then the blood spattered passengers would have all sung the national anthem. Um, he's lucky it's December two thousand because he's like he's rushed up to the front to to let the oblivious. Just four other planes join his plane in a yeah. V formation. Yeah. They fly over a college football game. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Drop him out onto the field. It's part of the celebrations. Um, yeah, he's rushed up the front to let the oblivious pilots know that uh-huh. everyone was going to die. They didn't know. Um, Two passengers have tackled him. Sick. And he fucking, he went wild. The captain is. See, that again, Canadians, no, very lovely, very lovely, you know, happy go lucky people, mm. but also ice hockey. Yeah, ice hockey. And, and all their teeth aren't falling out from them smiling too much. No. It is fucking violent. And their gridiron fields are slightly larger too. Yeah, so CFL. To become a Hall of Famer <laughs> in Canadian football, you've got to run upwards of 605 <laughs> metres in the course of your entire career. <laughs> Um, so two passengers tackled him and he's gone mad. The captain's heard the commotion right and being 2000, he thought, I'm, I'm getting in on this. <laughs> Where's um, the axe? Yeah. He thought one day we may have to stay in the cockpit, you know, prohibited from coming out and sinking the boot into a dickhead, but I'm fucking having it. Pre-2001, you reckon they're just putting the flight map because now it's all iPads. They so used to just yeah. have the big paper maps, yeah. just, just folding it up a bit thicker and then just fucking putting it on someone's chest and punching it. Like Not a telephone it. book. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving no bruises. Let's get this bike. I mean, it would be one of the highlights of an otherwise fairly standard uneventful career, belting someone. So he's he'd come out for some action and he's earned himself a hoof in the chest for his troubles. <laughs> Don's just fucking kicked him in the chest. Front kick. Yeah. Nice. It's unclear how he reacted. I, I think he – I would think he kicked the shit through Don for that, I would. 
But yeah. um, then he sort of what went back. What you want to do, does that door open, the pilot door open outwards out of the I, cockpit? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, because you want to get on that early, I reckon, try and get the fingers in the. Oh, do you think one of the, <laughs> when there's that much violence on a plane, someone's looking through the little hole, like the hotel door, <laughs> there's one coming and just get the door ready and just smash it before they, before they even get no, there. No, I mean, if you're fighting in the, in the, um, in the aisle yeah. near the cockpit door mm. and you see it open. When you see a hand come out of there, just fucking boot that door oh, closed. Yeah. Try and break some fingers <laughs> before they can join in. <laughs> Always the way. Kick a knee before you, before he, before he oh. even knows he's in a fight, kick his knee. Um, he's, uh, he's gone back in the cockpit, the pilot, and said, look, fuck this. We're not taking this bastard to Dallas, which is where they're going first before going to Hawaii. Oh, no wonder he's kicked off. Um, this has changed a lot of things, by the way. It was via, he, via Fort Worth. Yeah, I just thought, yeah, that is mm. that's not the way to Hawaii. Not really, yeah. but it is if you're cheap. Yeah, like you know, you probably go the other way. You'd head east somehow. Yeah, and then go to Hawaii. I've done that sort of thing, like a fifty-hour fucking trip oh. back to Australia, just cost me one hundred and fifty pounds or something. Yeah, took fucking days. Yeah, where'd you go? Greece. Yeah, sat there for fucking day, <laughs> nearly, and then. But some, where from? Like where were you going? Where were you coming from to come back to London Australia? to Melbourne? Yeah, and it took fucking <laughs> days, and it cost next to nothing, but it was incredibly painful. It was a bad time. It's like the same flight time as if my grandparents flew, like nineteen fifty-seven. Ship, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a Havilland. Um, yeah, it was wasn't fun, but that's, did, that's what's I, happened here. I did one of those. I think I've said before. I was in Vegas with my dad and got a call um, for the military gigs. Oh yeah, in the Middle East, and I said, great. I'm halfway there. Oh, they made you go to fucking Darwin. And they said, no, we've got to, we need you to come through Australia. So yeah. I went Vegas, LA, LA, Auckland, Auckland, Sydney, and then Sydney, Darwin, Darwin, Dubai. Yeah, yeah. Dubai to wherever the fuck we went. Yeah. Top secret. Grim. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. No hangover by the end, though. Oh, you would. Yeah, you can't drink on those blinds. <laughs> drank the first half till I got to Sydney. Yeah. Um, anyway, they had to get him off. So they've diverted to Detroit. Oh, Rock City. And as soon as, yeah, as soon as they ejected Donald and Melanie, his faithful wife, who didn't just say, fuck you, Don, I'm staying on and going to Hawaii by myself. You deal with this mess. Um, give me the rest of that vodka, as some wives may. Uh, they had to get off. And Donald, when he got off, his status changed fairly immediately. Status arrested. <laughs> Is he, um, what? the, um, <laughs> Four swigs of a vodka bottle yeah. has turned Hawaii to Detroit. Yeah. That is. Fuck. <laughs> Toronto plus vodka equals fucking Detroit. Um, so the female body inspectors got involved in the local wallopers as well. Um, what he did, he bit and kicked the pigs oh, as they Jesus. marched him off. Man, he's, yeah, he's had a lot there. That's not your stock standard. Professor, fuck no. That's a lot of pent up fucking career shit. Yeah. Going on, kids giving me um, shit about my missus being in prom night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, enough. Melanie from prom night, in an affidavit to the filth, Melanie has said, and this is a quote: "Donald is an alcoholic and a binge drinker." Like I get the, I get the feeling she'd wanted to tell someone in a uniform that her husband's <laughs> a dickhead for some time. She um, had it ready to go like an Oscar speech. Oh yeah, he's a pulled fun. it out. <laughs> yeah, he's an alcoholic, a binge drinker. That's why he's here. Um, that was her chance to just go on record, sink the slipper in there, have that done. By the way, if you're an Elko, though, three beers and four swigs should be cruising. Yeah, well. Much like the plane. 
You're at 35,000 feet in the brain. Yeah, but this is the, the definition of alcoholism is different. It's like obesity. Like you yeah. can say what you want. Now, <laughs> anything at all is I'm probably overweight according to fucking BMI or something. Like they've got, that's how it is now. Alcoholism, yeah. like I remember my mum used to say, if you can drink four beers in one sitting, you're an alcoholic. And we just looked at each other and went, fuck, been alcoholic since we we're 18, all of us. Yeah. Like that's insane to me. But uh, anyway, there's no fuck. And also waiting till 18. Major soft There's in no Queensland, <laughs> the softest, slowest alcoholic. <laughs> um, anyway, I was supposed to be some QT with his wife and he just couldn't keep his shit together for one single hour in the air. Um, but also, if you, know, if, if you know your husband is an alcoholic, mm. maybe, uh, maybe a different airline to a different place, maybe Royal Jordanian. I don't think they have booze on board. Or, they do those like... You know, six hundred dollar return flights to London yeah, from yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. You go, fuck, and what's the catch? And like, nothing. Beautiful plane, it's great. Mm. Then Aussies get on board and go, oh, you yeah, fucking yeah. got me. <laughs> it's amazing. That that's the most important part of a holiday to many. <laughs> Man, it's getting pissed on the plane. I try and drink the ticket amount on the way. Yeah, come out in front. You couldn't though. Like you could do <laughs> well nightclub price ticket. Yeah, <laughs> jugs of illusions. <laughs> With Jaeger bombs in them and stuff. Um, Just out of the little drink trolley when your meal serves. Do you have illusions? <laughs> you do illusions? Like, no, mate, there's one type of red. <laughs> what are you asking about? Do you do jam donut shots? Yeah. <laughs> um, Don's had to attend court in Detroit where he oh. faced a potential 250K fine and 20 years in prison. Wow. Imagine that. Like if you retire and within a fortnight you've done something that could land you in the slammer until you're dead. <laughs> Fuck. Good advertise a good advertisement for just work until you die. Yeah. It's just at least, you know, he's doing something. Some blokes work their whole lives, get a gold watch, sit down on the couch week later, they just fucking conk out. <laughs> you gotta keep moving. So he's giving it a crack. Um Don has That's grim, isn't it? He oh. used to put in fifty years for a company or whatever and just get a gold, get a gold watch. watch. As oh. if that was the what do you just sit there on the couch? Look at the punching time. Punching cheap watch darts, the watching the time yeah. on your wrist. Just watching it tick around until you die. <laughs> I'd fucking run it over. Like, it's, last thing you want is to be, to be reminded. <laughs> run it over. Um, just peg it. Yeah, fuck Since yeah. it gets handed to you. Yeah. <laughs> as far as you can throw it. <laughs> like, some bosses must have been killed with gold watches just on that <laughs> premise alone. Um, Don's pleaded guilty to interfering with a flight crew, but he'd also taken the proactive step of attending 21 days in an alcohol rehabilitation program in Toronto before the court appearance. Oh. So he's had to come back to Detroit. So he's he was fully recovered. Fuck, actually, now that I think about it, them to D- Toronto to Detroit real is close. real fucking close. Drivable it's, in yeah. less than a day, like oh. fuck all, yeah. <laughs> um. So he's fully recovered, posed no threat to society anymore, although in the land of the free, slamming a cell door shut is far more satisfying than nearly anything, <laughs> including proof that someone has been rehabilitated. But he wouldn't, like if you did that 21 days, full days, you, know, you wouldn't want to lose a fucking receipt, would you? At AA, do you get receipts from AA? Because if you chips. come into court and go, I've, I've just done 21 days, they go, bullshit, mate. Do you get like, chips? I don't, and I don't, I don't think, and again, fuck, what do I know? I'm not a professor like this bloke, but... um. I don't reckon 21 days, like if you're just swigging duty-free and then fucking front-kicking pilots, I don't reckon you're three weeks away from everything being hunky-dory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just been a calm fucking contributor. Um, 
Anyway, lawyer Gerald Lawrence. That should be, maybe there should be a rehab, like almost a rehab game. What you've done, they're just adding is, adding days yeah. to it. You know, well, you've got to shit on the neighbor's doorstep. That's another four days of rehab. Like a board game. Yeah. Just the game of life board game, <laughs> rehab, guess. Um, yeah, his lawyer was Gerald Lawrence, no less, and he was representing oh, yeah. Donald in Detroit. And I, I watched a Gerald Lawrence video and um, he was a bit weird. He Gerald shuffled off um, to, to heaven on uh, January 31, 2021. Whoa. At the age of ninety, at the age of ninety-two, gone too soon. But COVID, um, don't know. Probably they probably took yeah. it. Get a stat, whatever. Come in and touch a guy on the ground, claim a tackle. Um, yeah, his funeral service is up online. Just live by himself in the wilderness. Yeah, for the last twenty years with a very apparent <laughs> shotgun wound to the head. Yeah, you know, fuck. COVID's got right in that hole. <laughs> it's COVID on the fucking bullet. Um, yeah, his, his, his funeral is up online. Right, the Sick. funeral service, which is amazing to me. That the condensed twenty-two minute version is up on IraCoffmanFunerals dot com, and uh, I wasn't sure it was him. Like he definitely loved everyone by all accounts and wanted to help people. Remarkable man who lived long and well. We'll all miss him. Solid fucking. What is this? Is this just up? No, like no code necessary. It's on, it's on Vimeo or something. It's a fucking public wow. funeral. Not YouTube. It's not as crass as that, but it's some sort of. No, it's on yeah. IraCoffman dot com. Sorry, not yeah. Vimeo. Similar sort of vibe. Um, solid 15 minutes in before anyone mentioned that he was a lawyer and therefore probably the bastard who defended Don in Detroit because it was in Detroit that this guy died. Um, Anyway, Gerald Lawrence, his RIP, his his wife Sandra has appalling microphone technique, Gerald, she's doing. Rough mics though. Yeah, rough mics. The light planes overhead didn't help. But but I did make out her metaphor that she's in a boat and Gerald was the rudder. So... (laughs) Have I, have I gotten this right? Would you say, um, having not seen the videos, that one of these just up too close on a sensitive mic? Uh, I really love a husband. You yeah, know. there's that oh, and geez. and the windy day and the uh, light plate. Yes, nothing going for it. Wasn't set up for a gig. Um, yeah, Gerald was. I mean, he's he was fairly fairly pious by the look of things. His two sons spoke as well, and they are. Gerald never gave up on the troublesome son, and that oh. kept me watching. I'm going, fucking tell us what <laughs> tell us what he did. Details are non-existent there. The troublesome son spoke and yeah. it was like a, everyone knows, you know, the troubles I've been through. And go, what? What? I don't. And they're fucking like everyone there knew. Yeah. They didn't know I'd be watching. Long sleeves on a summer day. Yeah. Oh, it's even hard though. It's a funeral. Spill Can't you. tell. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fucking spill your guts, mate. <laughs> I had to watch the whole thing through. Got nothing. Um, man, anyway. just type the son's name followed by court into Google. The yeah, dad, I, I, dad's the lawyer. Yeah. You reckon I had to... Well, is that a, get some info taken off the internet probably for his son. No, I mean... He's fucking dodgy. Defend your son? Well, I didn't can you get, do that in court? I didn't is even get a, the son's fucking name. Oh, okay. I'm sure you can. You defend yourself. Surely you can defend your son. But I was, I was sitting there. It was frustrating watch. That's grim. That's grim, isn't it? Oh, yeah. If you have to defend your son in oh, court. Yeah. That's one of those... It's a step backwards. But you'd almost... If you were the son, you'd, you'd back your dad in. Because you go, well, he clearly has been spending time with me. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm in all this trouble. Do you reckon that would be he the- was doing lawyer shit. The backbone practicing. of the defence. <laughs> at an appalling childhood. <laughs> I used to get bashed. Yeah. Um, well, I can't get any info out of Gerald. He's currently in the shadow of the almighty, according to Sandra. So anyway, either way, Gerald, the lawyer, did a bang-up job in 2000 for Donald. I'd say he got an all right result. 
because uh, Donald had to pay $4,600 in fines. Fuck, that's gone down a fair bit. That's mm. less than 2% of the original two hundred and fifty grand, wasn't it? Two hundred and fifty k, yeah. yes, and six thousand us dollars to American Airlines on top right. of that. Plus, as a, as a bonus though, two months in jail oh. and two years probation. So not great, but still pretty fucking good considering it could have been twenty years. Yeah, in jail, but that's yeah a bit trumped up. Do you get to count that? Is that sober time? Jail time? Yeah, I think so. They deliver your coins to jail from AA. <laughs> Be a lot of them poking in the fucking visitor box. <laughs> Was yeah, he try- smoking and drinking for two years. What'd trying you do? To, trying to make wine in the shitter. Yeah. Is that a thing? I don't know. They're making... That, that just, I'm sure I've seen it in a movie. I think I was getting nothing worse. Toilet wine? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Oof. Um, Macquarie has said, in fact, that the reason for the whole, the whole episode... Oh, no. ...was that he had been drinking before the flight and also he had, he had an anxiety attack, so it wasn't even him. <laughs> Spent two months in jail for fucking something he didn't do. Right. It's yet another fucking future true crime podcast, someone incarcerated for something they didn't do. Man, that's going to be a remake of The Fugitive. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be someone running. Yeah. It's like, who did it? It's the fucking black dog, man. We've got to yeah. get him. Oh, We've got to get the black dog. Yeah, it's, it's it an intangible fucking thing. <laughs> like the Predator. The Is it the Predator? What's the no? Um, what's the only one? You can't really see it well, in the yeah, bush. That's Predator. That's Predator. Fucking, yeah. It's if, a, like, if it bleeds, we can ghost. kill it. Yeah. I wonder if the black dog bleeds. Can we put it down? I don't know, man. I mean, I've, I've seen people have anxiety attacks before, but I've yeah. never seen any of them kick a bloke in the chest yeah. while they're in the throes. But then I'm not attacking them. I mean, <laughs> if someone's having an anxiety attack in front of me, I don't attack them. Yeah. If I did, I'd expect a kick in the chest. So in a way, Pilot had it coming. <laughs> um, his wife, Melanie. She stuck by him through this whole ordeal until 2005 when on Prince Edward Island at only 59 Good years spot. old. What, they finally got to have their retirement party? Not really. Oh, no. Melanie became a holy spirit via a cardiac arrest. Slightly more gone too soon than Gerald the lawyer. <laughs> God. Got put through a bit. Ah, uh, yeah. Don, however, lives on. So, oh, he's still going. Yeah, still, <laughs> still room in this crazy mixed-up world for us all to be all right. <laughs> all around him, all this death, <laughs> and yet the guy who's clubbing pilots on a plane here he still is. Front kicking pilots, uh, swigging vodka out of the bottle yeah. in the shitter. Just lives live on. Live your best lives, everyone. Just waiting to get that letter from the Queen. <laughs> you go, champ. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave us a bloody review if you could. The reviews always help. And uh, if you want, chuck us some, sling us a few shekels over there at patreon.com slash Midflight Brawl for some extra content. And uh, we've got live shows coming up. Jan 22 in Melbourne, Jan 29, Brisbane. More to be announced soon. Heggy, gigs coming up? Oh, yeah, all over the joint. I'll be in... uh... Melbourne doing my own solo gigs as well as that, as Sick. well as the Midflight Brawl one. And uh, Brisbane Gold Coast, about a 10 or 12 nights I'll be there. Late Jan, early Feb. Fantastic. Yeah. LukeHaggy.com, NickCody.com.au for my tour dates. And uh, we'll leave you on this. Boy. Like,
Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.